Hello, my Heidi Mike. Welcome to the panel. RNZ National Wallace Chapman here. Wonderful to be here. Today, the clean car discount policy too successful for its own good or just for the wealthy to get their hands on a Tesla? Are you one of the 100,000 that have used the clean car discount scheme? What did you buy? How has it changed your driving and travel? I want to know. Text me 2101. That's just after four. A new study shows that many single parents face ongoing discrimination and stigma in their day-to-day lives. We discussed that. And here's a question for you. If a neighbour's tree falls on your property, who pays? There were over 4,000 call-outs over fallen trees and branches in the January 27 floods, and it's becoming quite the issue. Also today, public toilets across the country are going gender-neutral. Happy about that. And something happened to me yesterday. I walked into my office and everyone, all five colleagues around me were, well, they were standing. And I was quite taken aback. And I thought, well, I'm not joining in. I'm, I, I'm, I didn't come here to stand. I came here to sit. Um, so they were, they were at a standing desk. I was quite shocked. You so took I'll, a sit. You took a sit. Not a stand. I sit. <laughs> I've always sat. Right. And I just want to, do you, do, do you stand? Maybe you have one of those treadmill desks. Talk to me, please. 2101. With me this afternoon, as you've heard right there, Penny Ashton, <laughs> <laughs> as you'll always hear, actor, comedian, podcaster, many other things. Penny, kia ora. Kia ora. It's been a while. It has. You've missed me, I know. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Moving right along. And <laughs> Professor of Chemistry, Alan Blackman. He's from AUT. Kia ora, uh, Alan. Hi, Wallace. Yeah, good to have you. All right, so Alan and Penny in the hospital this afternoon and welcome along. Well, Palmerston North, what a great city. They had the National Barbershop Convention last year. Shane Cortez, he's from there. You've got the Speedway. It's a city going places. And if that wasn't enough, it'll be the home to the Festival of Drag. Palmy is becoming the drag capital of Aotearoa. Organiser uh, is Ricky Birao. He is with us. Ricky Kiora. Kia ora. Thank you for having me. What a fabulous day. It is even better now that you're on the panel, Ricky. How <laughs> oh, did... Stop it. You can't see my face. That's why. Oh, stop it. All right, all right. <laughs> How did you get into drag, Ricky? Um, I'll tell you what. I met a boy in a bar. I passed him. Then the following night, he came back to the club and said, in full drag and said, you met me as a boy, but not as a girl. So I think that's how I got the drag itis. You caught, you caught it by passing. Totally. Right. It's contagious and it's fabulous. <laughs> it's contagious and fabulous. Also, hello. Ricky came to my house for lunch last week. So I what? did. Thank you. It was yeah. fabulous too. You know this man. Yeah, we, he, he used to be the production manager at Centrepoint and I do my shows at Centrepoint, including one this year coming up. And Good he grief. was just a delightful chap. And yeah, we get on. And I had lunch this afternoon with Anita Wiglet, so I'm deeply entrenched well, in drag culture. Well, there you go. Now, Ricky, who's your alter ego? Rhubarb Rouge. Rhubarb Rouge started like 15 years ago, and she's this Brazilian diva who escaped Brazil in a boat full of bananas and became a celebrity of the D grade kind in New Zealand. <laughs> we welcomed your boat yeah. person. Okay, around the panel, just one from me though. How uh, can I just ask you, is Palmerston North the right city for a no holes barred drag fest? They've already got great things, they've got the Speedway, they've got the Rugby Museum. Why do they need a drag fest? Why not? <laughs> there you go. 
I mean, the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race this year came from Palmerston North. Really? Palmerston North is actually a fabulous city. I think it has a bad reputation because the people of Palmy say it's that, so we don't get more people moving here. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I see what you've done there. Okay, Ricky. All right. Palmy is a really welcoming and fabulous city, and it's been fabulous last year. We had 1,400 people and sold out the whole festival, so why not? Wow. Very Mm -hmm. cool. Okay, Ellen. Well, I mean, what what is there to say, really? Yeah. Um, I went to a drag show once when I lived in the states at a nightclub called the Gay Nineties in Minneapolis, right. which I thought was a great name, and um, had a great time. Yeah, good yeah. So yeah. you know, good good stuff down there. Go. Yeah, and I'm like a massive fan of drag race. I've watched like all of the different drag races, yeah. and so I just think it's been really charming to see it grow, and also because it's being attacked right now in America like horribly. It's being banned, you know, and drag is, is being ba- absolutely, oh, yeah. drag is yeah, being banned Texas. in different, yeah, in, yes. in, in more states than that. And people are being attacked, and it's ridiculous. Like Hugo Girls, another great drag performer, was on Breakfast talking about being a drag king, and then he just got endless hate. Hate, 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 right into his direct messages. And it's like, if you yeah, don't and like that's it... Not, that's yeah. not just in um, America, Penny. Like, yeah. right here in New Zealand, uh, we do drag story time. Someone got attacked in that Auckland Public Library and Christchurch had a giant sign saying drag queens are pedos um, grooming yeah. children. And I'm like, really? Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Are you going to be, as part of the drag festival, Palmerston North, are you going to oh, be oh, doing any drag... I am, darling. <laughs> oh, Many, but, maybe, but I am. <laughs> no, okay, no, no. I was gonna. Uh, are you going to be, do, be doing drag library readings for kids? We sure are, and that's something we think. Uh, what New Zealand really needs is education. I think lots of people say it's just a boy in a dress, but it's actually an art form, and we are here to entertain, make people happy, and educate that everyone is equal, everyone loves the same, and it's not just because we dress. You know, as the other genes are, or as clowns, really, we yeah. are perverts. Is it fair to say, because you do, obviously, do, as you say, you do get pushback, but I was reading the response has been pretty strong. Your shows sell out. Is that an affirmation that wherever you go, Palmerston North included, that actually people are pretty on board with this and they just want to go out and have a good time? Definitely. And drag has become mainstream now, thanks to Auntie Roo. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it, people want to be entertained, especially after COVID. I'll be honest. I'll see more people out for um, a drag show than for dinner or the cinemas because they have the connection with the people when we make them laugh. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's what I do. Like, and that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm going around touring, doing a show, Promise and Promiscuity. It's its 10th anniversary. And I've been so sick of being at, at home and, and doom scrolling and, and watching Hugo on breakfast thinking how great and then reading how he's being attacked for just being there and stuff. And it's like, this is so frustrating. But then people come out to my shows and we all laugh okay. together and we just have this release. And it's so, really charming. Rookie, to those listening that, you know, let's just sort of try and include everyone here that don't understand. Maybe the world's changing a bit fast uh, and it's going, I don't understand any of this. I do not understand um, the necessity of doing drag library readings for children. What would you say to them? What advice, perhaps, or sentiments would you give this afternoon? I think it would be the same thing as taking your children to the circus and watching a clown. Mm -hmm. Because in the end, I'm going to be doing the same. I'm going to be dressed as a clown, except more fabulous and more rhinestones. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and, you know, we know our audience. Like when we're performing in a club, we say words that we wouldn't, like on Radio New Zealand, for example, have quite a fruity vocabulary. They keep very much under no. control because we know we're not morons. We know what our audience is and whatever environment we're in because we're exactly. adults. And, yeah. And I find that very offensive. It's like infantilizing to us if we, as if we don't know how to be professional in public. All right. Good on you, Ricky. Now, obviously, the drag fest is not some time away. We wanted to get in early and talk about it here on the panel. Can I just, uh, can I just bring in a relate, related theme, uh, I guess, because it's being captured attention and it's pretty fabulous. Have you been following any of the fashions at the Met Gala and have there oh, been any standouts for you? Of course I have, and I have a full list on my Instagram that I've been discussing about it. <laughs> I'll be honest, I can't stand her, but Kendall Jenner has been my favourite. I'm already copying the outfit for Drag Fest. And wow. I mean, you can't complain. It's Cal Lagerfeld, Chanel, classic, fashion, Fabulous. You'll see me in every one of those outfits at Drag Fest. And also, he makes his own outfits. Ricky does. So he's oh, very talented. That really? Way. Yeah. Yes, feel free to call me, anyone in Auckland, if you need some seamstress. 0800, <laughs> call Ricky Rhubarb. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Ricky. What about Rihanna? Did you see Rihanna's uh, extraordinary white dress? She came an hour late, way, you know, way past the deadline. Did you see that, Ricky? She wasn't late. Everyone else was early. And it was... <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And it was fabulous. <laughs> good on you. Very good. Hey, all the best, Ricky, and thanks for being with us on the panel. See you, darling. No worries. Everyone, <laughs> um, go to palmydrag.com and buy tickets and see you at the festival. Hooray. Very good. Thank you. Can I just make one comment? Yeah, sure. About the fact you were saying it's moving too fast. Everybody loved Dame Edna Everidge. And you know, it's mm. exactly the same. Mm. And Dame Edna was filthy. Filthy. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, true. really. And just yeah. because he's yeah. straight, does that make it better? That's just a homophobia. So there you go. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some news come yep. to hand. Uh, a man accused of sexual violation after a night out at a central Christchurch bar, Mama Hooch, five years ago, has been found not guilty in the district court this afternoon. Judge Paul maybe revealed the verdict of the court during the second day of a judge alone trial. An unnamed woman complainant alleges she was sexually violated on a couch at a townhouse as two others watched after a night out in 2018. And the case follows the trial of three other associates on dozens of charges, including rape and drink spiking, of which two of the men were convicted. So that news just to hand. And a lot of people coming through regarding their EV experiences. Yep, we bought a 2018 Nissan Leaf, got the rebate, got an order in now for a, um, a hybrid, no, a PHEV. Um, delivery date July specifically for the rebate as we'd lose it if if I don't care about the planet, says Mike. Five to four, you are on the panel. Let's get into the I've been thinking section here where they speak from their hearts. <laughs> Penny Ashton, well, I've sort what's of, in your heart? I've done half of it already. That um, I have been sitting at home a lot. I've been getting very depressed about the state of humanity and their lack of empathy and the fighting and the lack of, um, you know, uh, acceptance of science, which you will agree with, and, um, and and just getting really bitter and then actually just going out and doing my show again because I hadn't done it for a while. Promise and promiscuity. I just was in New Plymouth last weekend. I'm in Hamilton this weekend, Rotorua the next. It just is reminding me that, yes, connection through live performance is so important to me personally and just to re- remind myself that not everyone is a dick in the world which I know it's like I've just been so depressed so it's been really delightful and like because I sell merchandise I sell tea towels after my show and so just to be able to talk to the people and stuff as well and just talk about
about, you know, coming out and enjoying a laugh and just lifting their spirits through, you know, a combined moment of, and it's so true, like, you know, the news is so depressing and there's so much like war and, and horribleness and stuff. So that, yeah, going and seeing live performances of whatever the comedy festival starts yes. on Friday. So get out and have you a laugh. You know what, Penny, it's not a frivolous, um, I've been thinking, it's actually quite nice because um, as we are busy, we tend to stay at home and we seek solace and company uh, on our phones, yes, and that mm. can sort of slant you, and everyone is sort yep. of having a a bit of a whinge about everything. Yep. But then you go, I'm going to go out and go to see a play, or a bit of theatre, or a film, or a concert, and you get your wind back in the sails, don't yeah, you? Absolutely. And it's actually a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. Thank mm. you very much. I agree. It's my whole career, yeah. uh, but it is, and. And it's that connection, it's being in one place together. And I really like, you know, when I didn't do a gig for 11 months, particularly over that long lockdown in Auckland. And and I was just, my phone was like welded to my hand because I'm sitting, I don't have kids, I'm at home, you know. And that was, it did get quite depressing. So oh. I've got a new show that I'm launching. It's a Shakespeare show. I've been writing that, standing up at my desk, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and so, yes, it's just been really wonderful to get out into the community again in New Zealand. I thought you were about people. Jane Austen, not Shakespeare. I've done Austen, Dickens, and now Shakespeare. All right. Good on you. Thank you, Penny. Um, <laughs> Alan Blackman, I've been thinking. Well, I'm just going to back up on Penny here and just say about the live performance and everything, the fact that, you know, getting in front of a class and giving lectures, it's the same yeah, thing. I'm and sure. I, I know the buzz that you get. Yeah. I really do. Anyway. Especially oh, if you're a good you, engaging teacher. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be one of those. I'm going to talk, Oh, I, I'd, I'd like to think so. I'm going to talk about cataracts because, Wallace, you haven't noticed I'm not wearing glasses. I didn't want to mention anything. <laughs> you got it done. <laughs> but I've, I, um, I my mother did too. Yeah. Yes. And um, I'm extraordinarily lucky to have had it done because I am an extreme myope, so I'm minus 16, if that means anything to anybody. What it means is that basically I need my phone about five centimetres from my nose if I'm going really? to be able to read anything. And now, thanks to last week's operation, thank you, Riaz, my surgeon, um, I can now drive without glasses. It is life-changing. You look very Absolutely sparkly. Absolutely astonishing. How, no, no, let's, just, let's just take a moment to think about that. How extraordinary is medical science? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, it is. It's the all fact about that it's changed science, your life. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's utterly incredible. And it took 10 minutes per eye. Bam, yeah. bam. Done. What? And, okay, so my point here is that I hate to say it, but there's lots of people on the waiting list for cataract surgery, as far as I can see. And I'm fortunate enough to have health insurance, and so I could get it done. But... Mm. Um, this is an operation that the great Fred Hollows yes. could have done. I think what was it, twenty bucks a pop 20 or something? Or Twenty-five bucks. I think so, something like that. In the for goodness' sake, why do we have a waiting list for cataract surgery in this country when you know one of our own revolutionised all of this, and you can get an in and out of there in half an hour, both eyes done? I mean, come on, to Fataora, please, you know. Because this this is extraordinary. You're this, a new this person. I can, just, I can feel life. it. This I know. I can, a, you, you, like I, you're I can feel you. You're, you're a new person, Alan. <laughs> the fact that you can see. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's important. Sight is kind of important. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, I'm I'm over the moon. Good on you. Yeah. All right. Lots to discuss this afternoon with Professor Alan Blackman and Penny Ashton. Do stay with us. You are on the panel. RNZ National.